The last thing we were discussing was what does a person do if he has a lot of people to eat and doesn't have enough money or if he has a lot of money but there's not enough people to eat or if he doesn't have either or if he has both. What exactly do you do? And we said what happens if a person left over Korbanot for the second day? And with that we are starting Tet Amud Aleph, four lines in by the Mishnah. If a person didn't give the korban of Shlameh Hagiga on the first day of the holiday, that's the right time to give it. He could give it at any day of the holiday. And you could even give it the last day of the holiday of Sukkot, which is Shirin Yatzeret. It's also part of the Tashlumin. If the holiday passed and he didn't celebrate it, you don't have to make it up. Something that is bent cannot be fixed. Something that is missing cannot be counted. Once you didn't do that korban, you can't make it up after the holiday. And there's an interesting Tura even over here. It says that as long as that animal is alive, you still have to give it as a korban. Just you didn't make the mitzvah of hagiga. You can't make up the hagiga. That's why it says eno hayav b'hariyuto, like a net there that you have to uh, make up. It just means if that animal dies, you don't have to give another one. Rabbi Shimon ben Menesia Omer, the perush of that pasuk is different. What's bent? cannot be fixed. If a person was with an airva and they had a child, and if the child is a mamzer, this is something that is messed up that can never be fixed. Because if you say with the thief, you can always give it back and it'll be fixed. Now you can only call something that bent. It's something that was straight, something that was fixed in the beginning, and it got bent. What is that? went off and moved away from the Torah, and that's called That's called bent. It was straight, and then it got bent. And the Gemara starts, How do we know that there is Tashlumin, you can make up that Korban the entire holiday? It says, And it says, And also on the eighth day, It also says, So you have, The same way, You have a week to make up that Korban, Afghan, same thing by, You could make up that Korban. And you have to say, That that, those words are extra and when words are extra then the shava is so strong you can't break it down you can't ask any questions so you have to say it's mufnet the ilav mufnet because if it's not a question there's a lot of questions to ask on that shava because you could say hey you can't compare one to the other because Pesach is the same holiday as the week before it you can say it's only a different holiday from the week before it Meaning, if you don't hold those two words, I'll say it, are so strong. They're extra and they're so strong and you have to learn one from the other. If you don't say they're that strong, then you have a problem. And the Gemara says, You're right, it's extra. 
And the Gemara says, and you, you can see it because my atzirat, what does atzirat mean? Stop yourself from working. Well, haketiv lotasim elachad already says lotasim elachad don't work. Then atzirat katar hamana lamali. Then why do you have the word atzirat? Rather, they just added it in there to make it a strong gezerah shava to make it extra, and you can't bring up any questions to break it. And the Gemara brings another source for Tashlomim to make up these korbanot. If you didn't give it on the first day, Vetana, Maitela, Mehacha. There's a Braita that comes from, that, that learns the Adin of Tashlomim from the following. The Tanya. It says, Vehagotem oto hagla Hashem shivat yamim. You have to celebrate the holiday seven days. Yehol yeh hogeg vehodech koshiva. Maybe you could celebrate this Shalmi Hagiga all seven days. Tamud lomar oto. You only celebrate it the first day and not the entire seven days of the holidays. In Ken, Lama Nema Shiva. So then why does it say Shiva? If the mitzvah is only on the first day, why does it say Shiva seven days? Natashlo mean for extra, if you didn't give it on the first day, you could give it the next six days. Then if that's the case, how do you know if you didn't give the Korban Hagigah on the first day of Sukkot, you could give it the entire rest of Sukkot, plus the last day which is Shemini Aseret, you should celebrate it on the seventh month. If that's the case, if it says you maybe you should go until uh, you could give the korban whenever you want. What's oto? That one. You could only give it during the day of the holiday. But after the days of the holiday, you got to stop right there. You can't give the korban anymore. So now the Gemara asks, Umay Tashlumin, what's the din of Tashlumin? Rabbi Yohanan Amar Tashlumin Larishon. They're all a makeup for the first day. Meaning if you didn't give the first day, you have to give uh, any other day. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Tashlumin Zelazid. Entire holiday. One day is a makeup for the day before or any other day, meaning they all can be made, one can make up for the other. Now, this of course is only for uh, Pesach and uh, Sukkot, Shavuot, it's only one holiday. But Orbi Oshaya says each day of the holiday can be a makeup for the other. So, my Benai, what's the practical difference between them? So, Amar Bizera. If someone was lame, he would be patur from giving it the first day, but the next day he now was healed and now he could start walking. That's the difference. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Tashlumin Larishon. Rabbi Yohanan said, they all make up for the first day. Kevan de lo Barishon, lo Sheni. Since he's not Hayav on the first day, he was Patur from the first day, then he can't give any more the rest of the holiday. He's Patur from giving the rest of the holiday because the first, it's all kind of going back to that first day. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Tashlumin They all make up one to the other. Meaning if he didn't give it on the first day, he'd be high on the second day. And since he got the healthy on the second day, even though he wasn't healthy on the first day, well, He's healthy on the second day, and he should be hayav uh, from that point forward. Really, Rabbi Yohanan really holds that if a person wasn't healthy the first day, he was healthy the second day, he doesn't have to give that korban. Hizkiyah said, this is in regarding to a nazir, 
who became Tame in his Nizirute, so the deen is he has to sit uh, seven days to make sure he's not uh, Tame anymore. He has to go to the Mikveh on the seventh day, and if they bring Korban and start counting all over. If he became Tame on that eighth day in the morning, so on his way to giving the Korban, he touched that body again. Mevi, he has to give a second korban. So now he's Hayav two korbanot. However, by Laila, if he was Tameh on that eighth night, the night before, which he wasn't uh, uh, to give a korban yet, then Eno Mevi, he doesn't bring two korbanot when he finally becomes Tahor because he was never Hayav. His eighth day never came. So he only has to bring one korban. Even if he was Tameh on the eighth night, the night before, which is not time to give a korban yet, because you can only give korban during the day, still you have to bring two. Meaning, Rabbi Yohanan held that the night is already the time of Hayu of the korban, just you can't give it because it's night. Now, bottom line is what you understand from here. When a person's Hayuv started at a time where he's not Hayav like at night, he's still Hayav to make it up. That's what he understood from Nazir. But uh, over here by the by the Tashlumin, if a person was not Hayav at the time of the beginning of the Hayuv, you're Patur. You don't have to give the other uh, Korban. You don't have to give it again. That's the way we're understanding. So Rabbi Yohan really is contradicting himself. So the Gemara explains, shani tum'ah. The whole concept of Tum'ah is different. You see that there is a concept of making up a Korban when someone is Tameh by Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni, the whole concept is that whoever was Tameh in the first Pesach could give it on the second Pesach. One month later, Pesach Sheni. So you see there is this concept of Tashlumin makeup when it comes to Tum'ah. But Matkif Rav Papa, Rav Papa has a question. That makes sense according to the one who says that the second Pesach is just a makeup for the first Pesach. But according to the one who says that Pesach Sheni is a holiday in its own, what are you going to say over there? This is a machloket between Rabbi and Rabbi Natan in Masechet Pesachim Tafzali Gimal. And the Sfot says usually the halakha is like Rabbi over his friends. And according to Rabbi, Pesach Sheni is a holiday in its own. So according to Rabbi, who that's the halakha is like, what are you going to say? He says it's its own holiday. So there's really no, there's no difference between Tum'ah. And other peturim, other times when someone is patur. So again, Rabbi Yohanan is contradicting himself. How are you going to answer it? So Ella Amarav Papa, rather you have to say that Kasavar Rabbi Yohanan Laila Enome Husazeman. That the night before, you're not considered someone who is at a time who is patur. Meaning Rabbi Yohanan holds that a person is ra'ui to give a korban. And it's already zman hayuv, except we don't give it at night. We wait till the morning. And that's why a person is Hayav to give another Korban. If he became Tameh even that night, he would have to become Tahor again and have to give two Korbanot. But that is not the case with someone who is lame in the first day of uh, the holiday, that he's for sure Patur, and therefore there's no makeup to that type of case. But the Gemara asks, Does Rabbi Yohanan really hold that the night is not considered missing, you're not considered patur, it's already the chayuv started? Rabbi Yohanan said, now this is regarding to Azav, we know the famous halakha, 
that a Zav who sees two times, he has to wait seven clean days. If he saw three times, he has to wait seven clean days and then give a Korban on the eighth day. And we're talking about a case where someone counted seven days, he got clean, and the night of the eighth, Ra'a Ahat Balayla Ushtayim Bayom. He saw Raya Ziva at night, and then in the morning he saw another two. So now that's it, he's a Zav all over again. Mevi, and he has to bring another Korban. When he finally becomes Tahor, he has to give two Korbanot, one for the one that he gave before, or that he became Tahor for before, and now for the new one, for the new Tuman. However, but if he saw two at night and one in the morning of the eighth day, he doesn't have to bring another Korban at the end. Because the main part of his tum'ah, which was at night, when as, well, it was at a time where he wasn't ra'uy to give a korban yet. Now, but if you hold that, Rabbi Yohan holds that night is not missing from the mitzvah, that means night he can already give a korban, then even if he saw two zivat at night and one in the morning, then maybe he should bring two korbanot, meaning yeshita should be the entire way. It shouldn't be by Nazir one way, by Tashlumi another way, and then by Zav a different way. So the Gemara explains, Kika Amar, Biyohanan, when Biyohanan said this whole two at night, one in the morning thing, that's That's according to the one who holds that night is missing from the time to give a Korban. The Gemara says, yeah, but pshita. if Rabbi Hanan is talking according to the one who holds that night is missing from the time of the Korban, he's not Hayaf to give the Korban yet, well, that's Pashut. Obviously, he doesn't have to bring another Korban. He's not Hayaf yet. No, so the Gemara explains that, no, he had to mention it because Shtayim Bayom Vechat Strichale. He had to mention the case if the person saw two Zavs in the morning of the eighth day before giving the Korban and one the night before, because I mean, I would have thought like the question of Shisha Bered Ravidi asked in Masechet Keritut, where if the the first one was at night, then maybe it shouldn't count, it shouldn't be connected to the two he saw in the morning. Kamash Malan, we hold like Kedrav Yosef over there, that they do connect. Now we learned in the Mishnah, if the holiday passed and he didn't give that Korban Chagiga, he doesn't have to make it up. Something that is bent, you cannot fix. Something missing, cannot be counted. And Amar le Barhehe le Hillel, Barhehe set the Hillel, wise name Barhehe, the son of Hehe. And the famous Setos photo here says he was a ger, and that means he's the son of Abraham and Sarah. They both got extra hair, so the hair from Abraham, hair from Sarah. And of course, there's other reasons, but uh, I thought it was a cute Tosfot. So, Amale Barhehel the Hillel, Barhehel says the Hillel, highly himanot. This himanot can't be counted. Something missing cannot be filled. Ela, what does that mean, Lehimanot? Uh, if someone's friends counted him in as part of a mitzvah, and he couldn't end up joining that minyan or that group, say so he can't be counted. So that's Hisaron, someone who's missing, cannot be counted. And something bad cannot be fixed. Someone who missed in the morning or or should be tell tefillah shel shachrit or tefillah shel arvitz. So if you miss kiryat shema morning night, tefillah morning night, 
meaning once the time passed, you can't make it up. And of course, the famous Gemara, Brachot, Kavzal Amud Bet, and all the Mephashim of there, what's Hova, he was Mevatel on purpose. Okay, either way, something missing cannot be counted. Someone whose friends gathered to do a mitzvah, and he wasn't counted part of them. And Amar de Barhehe le Hilel, once we're on the subject of Barhehe, Barhehe also told Hilel, My dichti veshavtim uritim ben sadik la rasha ben ovedulim la rasher lo avado. You're going to do Teshuvah and you can see the difference between a tzaddik and a rashab, between someone who worships a god and someone who didn't worship him. And we said, Hainu tzaddik, Hainu avedohim. Tzaddik is the same as someone who worships God, and someone who serves God. Hainu rasha, Hainu rasha, Hainu rasha, rasha is someone who doesn't serve God. So it's like repetitive. So Amadeh, so Hillel tells about Avado, Velo Avado, is not coming to tell me someone who served God and someone who didn't. It's not a literally. Rather, Tarvayu tzaddikei gumorinu. They're both tzaddikim gumorim. However, but there's a big difference. You cannot compare someone who learned something a hundred times, reviewed it a hundred times, to someone who reviewed it a hundred and once. And that's the difference between Avado and Asherlo Avado. And that's what we're talking about. In the future, you'll see the difference between someone who did Hazara a hundred times or someone who, saw, who did Hazara a hundred and one times. So Amalebar Avado. Because of that one extra time, it's as if you didn't serve God. Yes, he tells him there's a big difference. Go look at the shuk, the market of the donkeys. If you need to rent a donkey for 10 parasot, it's a dollar. If you want to go that 11th parasot, one extra parasot, that's already a different level. Now you have to pay an extra zuz. Same thing, someone reviews his learning 100 times, considered one thing. Someone did 101 to, uh, times, it's already a different level. That's considered already a avado, and asher lo avado. And Amar le Eliyahu le Barhehe. Eliyahu told Barhehe. V'amar le Rabbi Lazar, and some say Eliyahu said to Lazar, Ma'i dikhtiv, hine seraftich velo bechesef. I'm going to refine you, but not the way we do silver. Behartich bechur oni. Hashem rather he refined us in oven of of poverty. Hashem looked around and he trying to figure out what's the best midah, what's the best characteristic to give Israel. The best thing he found, the best thing that can refine us is being poor. Because when someone's poor, his heart's broken and he gets closer to Hashem. And Am Hashem will be eaten out of Yosef. This is what people say. It's good when Jew is poor. It's like a red string on a white horse. Meaning it makes it look good. Meaning it's a good thing for a Jew to be poor. It, it, it helps. It brings him closer to Hashem. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya Omer, What's something bent that cannot be fixed? It's someone who is with an Irva, a woman he's not allowed to be with, and he has a Mamzer. Holid in this, I guess it's Dafka, if he has a child, then it's a problem that he cannot be fixed. Lo Holid, lo, but if he didn't have a child, then it's not a problem. It's not a Me'uvat Lechalitkon. Well, the Hatanya, but didn't Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya Omer, didn't he say that Gonev Adam, if Shashi Hazir Taken, if a person stole money from someone, he could give it back and he could fix himself. Gozel Adam, a person could be Gozel, he could steal money. 
armed robbery style straight up. If Shashi Hasid gets a lot it can, he could give that uh, stolen thing back and he could fix himself. If a person was with an Eshetish, another man's wife, and made her a suitor, her husband, he goes away from this Olam and is gone. And the Me'uvata we're talking about over here is not even if they had a Mamzer. It's even in a case where there was no child. We're talking about a case where he was with an Eshet Ish and he ruined her to her husband. And he can never fix that type of thing. Now, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer, he argues and he says, En Omer Bakeru Gamal Bakeru Hazir. No one ever says, go check this camel or go check this uh, this pig to see if it's good for a korban. Meaning they're always pasul, they were never good. Ella, what do we say? Go check if to see if this sheep is kasher for a korban. So that meaning the same thing, me'uvat could only be something that was straight, that was kosher to begin with, and you have to see if it was, uh, if it was, got, if it got messed up, if there's a blemish. So what are we talking about? Me'uvat lo'cholitkon. That's it, Amit Hacham, who was straight in the beginning, that he moved away from the Torah. Any Tamil Hacham that moved away from the Torah, Allah Katuv Omer, the Pasuk says about him, It's like a bird that goes away from its nest, a person goes away from his place. The Torah is the Tamil Hacham's place. He ran away from it. And the Pasuk says, once we're on it, it says, What did your fathers see wrong with me that they moved away from me? And that's the Me'uvat Khalid Khan. You don't have to go as far and say it's uh, the whole thing with the Mamzer. Now, bottom line from this long Braita, you see that Rabbi Shimon ben Menasiyah says it's a case where a man was with an Eshet Ish and didn't even have a Mamzer. But in the Mishnah, we said it's a person who was with an Ivan had a Mamzer. So, which one is it? If a person was with his sister who was never married, then if they didn't have any child, then they, okay, they didn't have it up, but they didn't mess anything up. But the Braita that's saying that even just being with someone makes her Asur, that's talking about Eshet So Rabbi Shimon was talking about two different things. Or you could say, both cases are talking about Eshet Ish, and they don't contradict. Which needs a Mamzer, if this person forced his way with an Eshet Ish, he doesn't make her Asur to her husband, but if there is a child, the child is a Mamzer. And Khan, Beratzon, and the Braita, which says just by being together, he's also her husband, that's when she willingly is with him. Here's the third answer. Both cases that we're talking about is with by force. If it's an Eshet Kohen, even if he forced his way with her, and still it makes her a sweeter husband, whether there's Mamzer or not. And Eshet Israel, if he was with her by force, it doesn't make her Asur. And uh, once we're on the subject of a Tamid Hacham moved away from his learning, from his Torah, the Pasuk says, and Shalom, a person who goes away, there's no peace. Once a person leaves from Mishnayot, Torah Shebe'al Peh, to something easy like Torah Shebe'al 
Shub and Loshalam. He won't have peace in his Torah because Torah Shibikhtav, you can't learn Halachalem Aaseh, you still need the Mishnayot, the Gemara, and so on. Shmuel Amar, Zeha Porish Mitalmud, La Mishnah. This is even a person who goes from Gemara, where you're trying to understand what the Mishnayot mean. Le Mishnah, to go to Mishnah, because Mishnah, you can't learn anything, because there's a lot of things missing in the Mishnah. Even if a person goes from one Talmud to the other, for example, from Talmud Yerushalmi to Talmud Babli, the Yerushalmi is so much easier, and the Babli is so much deeper, where the Gemaran Sanhedrin says, that Hashem put me in the darkness, like the dead of the world, that's talking about uh, Talmud Babli because it's so deep and so hard. We should just appreciate uh, the highlight that we have, that we get to be involved with Talmud Babli every single day. I will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.